I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and you're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Milan Ganatra, co-founder and chief executive officer of One Silver Bullet, but probably better known for two decades as chief executive of Miles Software. But now you've moved on. What's behind One Silver Bullet? What are you aiming to do? Yeah, I am looking to democratize the digitization in the areas which have not been touched so far. So looking at digitizing some of the alternate assets or alternate products, looking at democratizing the digitization of that as well as insurance. So trying to create a a UPI for insurance and investment products. Uh, Yeah, so that's, that's, that's as simple as that. And this is not just in the fintech landscape either, I assume. It's very focused on fintech, to be very honestly, really focused on the financial products. So what sort of financial products? You've given us a very broad brush outline of where you want to be looking at. Do you have specific investments already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So absolutely. So I am personally focused on investing in uh, several areas. So one of the areas is gaming. A couple of gaming companies I've invested in and uh, invested also, I've been investing in uh, other areas, pharma and so on. So I've been an investor in several verticals, but uh, personally, I'm very obsessed with uh, financial technology. So I've made quite a few investments in fintech, but created two fintechs to really, really drive this forward. So what does the fintech landscape look like in India at the moment? How vibrant would you say it is? It's extremely vibrant. I think people are really excited about it. Uh, The acceptance level is extremely high. We've seen how the Google Pay of the world have done well. You know, it's it's been it's it's been a roaring success in India. I think the adoption, I mean, is motivating for all the fintechs in India. I think there is a very high level of adoption. How easy is it? I mean, obviously there are people like you, but how easy would it be for a fintech in India to seek funding? Is there funding available for those who have a good idea, to put it simply? I think funding is available now right across. Uh, I think you can't have a better time to raise uh, capital at this point of time. If you have the right idea and the right team, I think funding is available. It's a matter of whether you have the right idea and the right team. I think uh, the really emphasis is the team which is going to lead the execution. I think if you have that, there's enough and more money available. Okay, let me come back to one of the words you used early on, democratizing. You talked about democratizing. What do you actually mean? So what I really mean is creating standards, okay, for uh, information interchange. Okay, so for example, today there is no standards which which is there, let's say, in case of insurance for information interchange between the, mm. the distributors or brokers of insurance with the insurance companies. The way we could see democratization happen in the payment space where you had global payments through SWIFT and let's say domestic payments in India through UPI, which doesn't exist in, in several areas. So looking at creating standard protocols, which will allow people to communicate with each other and which is where we will create democratization when you break the barriers of any proprietary way of communicating and you get into a standard way of communicating with each other is democratizing, which is how, let's say today, we all communicate using email, which is democratization of communication. So which is where in several areas, businesses don't communicate through a democratized way or a standard way. They really communicate over either proprietary way 
or through emails, which is extremely manual in nature. So I think there are several communication which can happen between businesses in a, in a, in a standard way or a standardized way, and which is where you could see a democratization so that there could be an easy adoption. You know, there could be people building tools around it uh, so that the information interchange is democratized. Are you talking there specifically of B2B communication or do you include B2C communication in that as well? Yeah, so I'll tell you, B2B will actually kind of relate to a B2C. So for example, the point which we're trying to solve is Let's say if you were, there are 57 insurers in this country, let's say India, and they all have their way of, or, or everybody has a has a proprietary way of creating their own APIs or, or connecting with them. So if, if you were uh, an insurance broker, typically you were to kind of interface with each of these insurers. So that's one. But because of that difficulty, too many aggregators don't exist in certain spaces. And obviously, this will lead to a benefit to a B2C. So indirectly, it does benefit a B2C. But obviously, when a B2B is able to communicate with each other in a standard way, it is going to get benefited. The direct beneficiary is, is a consumer. Is the logical conclusion of what you've been describing the development of an open platform? Correct. Absolutely right. So how do you get there from here? Okay, Does so, it require regulatory push as well? No, the good part is there is no regulatory required because we don't persist any data. We're just connecting between two people and we don't persist any data. Because we don't persist any data, we, we're a technology company enabling two people to communicate together. It's like today you're sending an email to, to me, you don't need a regulatory approval okay? because that's the mode of communication. So and, and, and if there is no data being persisted by us or we don't really enable anything else, we are, we don't require any regulatory approvals for this. Moving away from the communication itself as an issue, but what about the creation of the infrastructure and the tools? They always used to say that the people who got rich in gold rushes were not the gold miners, but were the guys selling the shovels and the pickaxe. That's true. And I believe in that theory very, very much. Are you therefore looking to create the shovels and the pickaxes? Absolutely right. So what kind of tools are we talking about then? So one is, obviously, we are creating a gateway which will allow these folks to connect, A. B, we're creating enough tools which will enable a rapid development on the side of the distributors or the tech-enabled platform. So, so that means their connectivity with these manufacturer, manufacturers of these several products will get accelerated. So for example, if somebody wanted to be an insurance aggregator, can he really launch his aggregation, building his, his own AI-based engine, blah, 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 and connecting using our infrastructure. Uh, so provide them enough easier ways to really build that connectivity. So we're giving them enough ready tools to connect to, to us and so on and so forth. So, so that it'll, it'll really lead to a rapid development or a no-code connectivity with these guys. So that will accelerate the journey. So, so we're creating enough tools uh, which are which are really developer friendly. So our focus is extremely high to make sure that uh, it is extremely developer friendly, so that the adoption uh, does not fail of uh, face any resistance. Because a we are seeing no resistance from the business side of it, but we need to create enough tools to make the development uh, far more easier and rapid. Let me turn the focus back onto you finally, personally. 
What would you say are your key takeaways from your experience as an entrepreneur and an investor in technology and in technology in the financial sector in particular? The key takeaway is your team building. I think that's that's the key. I think the biggest asset for any company should be people and they should focus only and only on people. If you have the right people, even if you have a wrong idea, you will turn it out to, to a right idea in coming days. So I think getting the right people is the biggest asset. So I think that's my biggest learning. So you got to take care of that asset uh, very, very, very well. I think uh, rest is your idea could be incidental. Your investors could be incidental, but uh, team building should be the key focus uh, for any any technology company. Or my, I mean, to my mind, any 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 successful organization, I think the team is the key. Thank you very much, Milan Ganatra, co-founder and chief executive officer, One Silver Bullet.